Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is James Hilton. Tonight on our Hallmark Playhouse, we present Alice McKay's They Came to a River, a brave story about brave people, a love story of people who also love their land. You know, when we talk of the pioneers who built up the West, we generally call to mind our forefathers, but in the story we tell tonight, many of our characters might still be living. So recent was the settling of the great Pacific Northwest along the banks of the Upper Columbia. This was the river that the people of our story came to less than a lifetime ago. And those of us who today explore its beauties so easily can imagine the thrill of finding it the gateway to a promised land. In our principal role tonight, we are fortunate to have with us that delightful actress, Miss Jean Crane. And now a word about Hallmark Cards from Frank Goss before we begin the first act of They Came to a River. There's a way to have a good neighbor policy all your own, the Hallmark way. For Hallmark Cards are as neighborly as lending a cup of sugar or visiting the new folks on the block. Whether you choose Hallmark cards for people right around the corner or miles away, whether for friends or loved ones, they always give those that receive them a pleasant glow. When remembered on birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, holidays, any and all days. And that identifying Hallmark on the back carries a message all its own. It says you cared enough to send the very best. Now, Hallmark Playhouse, presenting They Came to a River, starring Gene Crane. <laughs> I 
if you do. But there's nothing we can do about it. Look at my father over there. He has no business up here right now. This is the time of his life when he ought to be arresting instead of working. He's not a well man. I've tried to stop him. You can't life. stop a runaway horse, Rod. Yeah. Especially when I have dreams. I tell you, if I ever leave here alive, I'm going back to Boston and civilization. Hey, where are you going, Chris? To see your father.
There's you, Chris. Chris. Marry me.
think I'm asleep a little. I can now. They Came to a River, starring Gene Crane. More and more often these days, I hear people saying, isn't it a small world? Usually, they're talking about the pleasant, unexpected revival of an almost forgotten friendship. And it occurs to me every time I hear of one of these accidental meetings that there is a way to keep friendships fresh and alive all the time, with Hallmark cards. You see, Hallmark has a good neighbor policy all its own. There's a Hallmark card to express your feelings on any occasion. Those who create Hallmark cards know that a warm hello, a hearty birthday greeting, or your sincere sympathy when it's needed must be said in the way you want to say it. That's why you'll always find the very one to express your thoughts. To friends, to loved ones, to everyone you know. And each card is perfection in color and design. That's why when you ask your friends what name they think of in greeting cards when they want to send the very best, you'll find, as I have, that they quickly answer Hallmark cards. So it's easy to remember, it would be difficult to forget. To look for that one and only hallmark on the back of every card you choose. It says you care enough to send the very best. Now here is James Hilton with the second act of They Came to a River, starring Gene Crane. <laughs> Hardly wait. It's 
mountain, don't you? Yes, it's where we first met. Ah, the most important place in my life. It's where my world began. Brought me everything I've asked for. And it's going to be just as lucky for my son. I never knew you were superstitious, man. Oh, I am about this. You remember when the coddling moth attacked our orchard? I came up here to this very spot and prayed. It worked, didn't it, Chris? I guess it did. And I prayed for a son up here. And we have Carl. There's meaning to it, Chris. I... I guess it's more than I understand. But it's here that I want to dedicate my son to the earth and the trees and the sky. Look, mate. Carl, he just opened his eyes. And it's a good one, Chris. I waited until we got up here to tell you. We've struck it. We've got the world by the tail. I sold our crop of apples for a fancy price. And you know where I'm going when I leave here, Chris? You know what I'm going to do? You're going to Wenatchee in order to steam for it. Why, we'll be millionaires in five years. Oh, Nate. I feel something terribly wrong. Maybe you shouldn't leave tonight. The road's still blocked this side of the ferry. You'd, you'd have to go over the mountain. Chris, what difference would it make if I went to Mara? The road would still be blocked. I like to ride at night, Chris. I get a wonderful feeling. You won't do as I say, will you? Now, look, hon. Come over here. Oh, golly, I'm a lucky boy. Imagine having a wonderful wife like you to worry about me. Honest, darling, I won't take any unnecessary chances. I guess you know what's best. You wouldn't sleep tonight anyhow, worrying about that old steam boiler. Josie, I, I'm going to be silly again. I'm so worried about Nate. He should have been back from Wenatchee long before this. He's a man, Chris. There's no accounting for their time when they're on the loose. My town's in Wenatchee, too. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they're shooting up the town together. And Tom should have been back yesterday. What? I guess I am a fool. Did I put enough eggs into this batter? I can't say. You've been dropping them in like hotcakes while we were talking. Maybe we ought to count the eggshells, huh? Oh, I'll be that Nate. No, Nate would knock on the door. It's Tom. How did you know I was here? Well, I... Tom...
the wise of the world. It's God's will. Why didn't it take me to? We had so much together. Now, there's nothing. There's your son, Carl. I came as quickly as I could, Chris. Mom would have been here, only they're still bad to look after. I know that, Rod. We've all been so worried about you and the boy. These last few weeks haven't been easy, but they'll be all right. Chris. Yes? The family wants you and Carl to come back to Boston. Live with us. Rod, that's very kind, but we couldn't do that. Oh, you're worrying about being dependent. Well, you could probably get some sucker to buy the ranch. Oh, really, you owe it to your son to take him away from here. Honey, I can help. I can afford to give him advantages of private school, college. I'd take him as far as he wants to go. And friends, the right people, a desirable standing in society. All the things he never could get here. I don't know. Maybe he was meant to be a pioneer. Like his father. How about you, Chris? You're a young woman. Once you dreamed of living in a big city, of leaving this wilderness, there's no reason for you to stay here any longer. Let others pioneer for what it's worth. There's no satisfaction in developing a wilderness that pays you back with cruelty. Your way of thinking, Rod, you're right. Of course I am. Think of all those times that they grubbed and watered and plowed and harrowed and sprayed. All those nights he sat beside that lamp and figured and worried how he was going to make ends meet. But he was happy. Happy as only a man can be doing the things he loved. Look what it did to my father. I killed Nate. But they had a reason, both of them. They could do it over again. It would still be their choice. I don't understand you, Chris. I knew I was bitter, Rod. I, I couldn't find a reason to go on. I was going to run away, but I found out you can't run away from yourself. I've had plenty of time to think and... I know now. I feel the same way Nate did about things. Maybe it's because being married to him and loving him, his ways became mine. Chris, please, listen to me. No use, Raj. From the day Carl was born, Nate planned that someday everything we had here, the ranch, the orchards, the, the land, would belong to our son. How do you know it's what the boy will want? Oh, I don't. Remember when you were 13 or, or 14 or 16? It seemed all at once you belonged to yourself and nobody else. But life was almost too short to do all the things you suddenly wanted to. Oh, I remember it very well. When it happens to Carl, I think I can tell. And if he wants to leave here, nothing shall stand in his way. But we owe it to Nate to find out if his son will And, and they followed it and were content. 
Crane and James Hilton will return in a moment. You know, every once in a while, you and I are given a golden opportunity to make up for forgotten duties, to show our love and gratitude to a special person in a special way. Just such an opportunity is coming up for all of us in a short time. Mother's special day will be here soon. Yes, Mother's Day, May 14th, is only two and a half weeks away. I'm mentioning it now because I'm sure you'll want to make your selection early while you have your choice of all the Hallmark cards for Mother's Day. However you want to express your feelings, you'll find a card that's just right. From amusing, affectionate ones to flower-laden cards so deeply loving they'll have a special significance to Mother the whole year through. And there are cards to Mother and Father to let Dad share the day. Cards for Grandmother and Mother-to-be. Cards for every mother on Mother's Day. And you can be sure a Hallmark card has the very words to say for you, whatever you have in your heart. The things you may find hard to say the way you would like to say it. So don't forget, stop in tomorrow at the friendly store where you find Hallmark cards. Be sure to look for the Hallmark that carries an added meaning. It says you cared enough to send the very best. Here again is James Hilton. That was a grand performance, Jim Crane. That was a grand story, Mr. Hilton. And Chris was a wonderful character to portray. You know, Jean, this story leaves me with the impression of really great-hearted people, quick to help one another and finding great joy in it. You've put my very thoughts into just the right words, Mr. Hilton. A talent shared with Hallmark cards, I think, but they certainly have a way with words. And uh, now, Mr. Hilton, what have you selected for next week? Next week, we shall present our dramatization of one of the great plays of our time, Victoria Regina by Lawrence Houseman, a play about the life of the great queen. And for our star, we will have that fine Hollywood actress, Joan Fontaine. Our Hallmark Playhouse is every Thursday. Our director-producer is Bill Gay. Our music was composed and conducted by Lynn Murray. And our script tonight was adapted by Jack Rubin. Until next Thursday, then, this is James Hilton saying good night. <laughs>